0: Hello, my baddies. Well, welcome. We are in it. We are in the heart of the eclipse portal. We are feeling it. We are changing. We are rearranging. We are letting the cosmos do its thing and just surrendering to it all. Welcome to Cosmic RX Radio, a podcast that gives you real life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. How are we feeling? What's going on? I'm your host, Maddie Murphy your cosmic consultant, your guide on your quest and journey to become an even better bitch. Okay, so what the heck is going on? If you're new here, welcome. We're about to talk about the astrology for the week ahead and how it affects you and just breaking it down in real talk so you can work with it to align, to step in, you know, more flow and to also give some context of WTF is happening in this crazy world. Personally, before I get into talking about the eclipses and the moon report and everything that we have coming up this week, which, spoiler alert, there is some like sunlight coming through, astrological sunlight. We went down, we were in a hurricane meets tornado meets tsunami last week, and we're starting to feel some, ooh, something on the other side, some some lightness. But the Taurus lunar eclipse, which comes out on the day this podcast is released. And I've talked about it last week too. It's no joke. Eclipses are no joke, everyone. I knew it was going to be intense, like all year looking at the 2021 astrology, but I think something about having a lunar eclipse, which is a full moon on steroids in Taurus, which is all about our security and our sense of foundation in the world opposite the sun in Scorpio, which tends to bring up shadows and fears and let us be triggered and think about death and money and shame and jealousy and having all that purge up to the surface. I had no idea. I knew it was going to be wild, but I had no idea. I think in the last week I have lived 1 million lives. And one of the things I wanted to point out, thank you to all of you who reached out, my dog Chance, who is a Taurus. Rhodesian Ridgeback had to be hospitalized, you know, an emergency. And there's still actually, he's out now, thank God, but it's still a mystery. What's going on with him? Just, he couldn't breathe on Saturday night and they had to hold him there for a few days, had some lung things going on. Very grateful to all the vets out there and the nurses who who take care of our little ones. But I'm saying this because eclipses are real, okay? Eclipses affect us spiritually, energetically, physically, mentally. So again, the Taurus eclipse comes out the day, this podcast comes out the 19th, early in the morning. And I just want each and every one of you to honor your your physical, your physical body, drink lots of water, sleep, hydrate, eat plant-based, be in your body, stretch, sweat, steam, take long baths. Like your number one priority especially through December 4th. It's just going to be to be really in your body and stay really grounded and pay attention to your animals. If you have pets, they feel the eclipse energy. Their bodies are just so much tinier. And I have read and heard many times that eclipses, they're really like portals between life and death. So people who you know have been on their way out, passaging, about to make passage earthside, have been known to pass away during eclipses. People who are pregnant will sometimes give birth early during eclipses. And I've always heard about watch out for your pets. And I can attest to it. It is real. So I'm just saying this because astrology is such a helpful tool. We had taken my dog to the vet and the vet said he was fine. A few hours later, he couldn't breathe. And I think without that knowledge in the back of my mind about eclipse season, I would have been like, oh, I guess I'm maybe being dramatic or something. But nope. Took him there. He got the oxygen and help he needed. So that's just my little opening. If you're new here, you're like, what the heck is this lady talking about? The moon can make my dog not breathe now? Great. No, but truly eclipses. Go listen to to my last week episode to kind of get the precursor preamble about that. I'll dive into a little bit more during the planetary planning segment. But uh, yeah, that's how my week was. So uh, <laughs> and that was just like the tip of the iceberg of the eclipse medicine. Basically, I spent more time crying this past week than I have in, I think, in my adult life. So if you're feeling it, you're not alone. But I also came out of my personal eclipse. You know, the heart of my eclipse journey, realizing one, feeling in deeper trust with the universe, being forced to surrender, which is a very Scorpio Taurus access lesson. I also felt very aligned to my values and what really matters to me where some of the other stuff creeps in and starts to crowd out that mental, emotional real estate. And I also felt uh, very much like I had to ground and and self-soothe and come back to my practices, which was such a reminder of like finding that center in the storm. And I learned a whole load of other lessons, but I'm going to leave those ones there for you all to think about. And again, these eclipses happened for us, not to us, and they are amazing moments, especially they're like speed up. The universe is pressing fast forward on some things to get your dreams and desires and you into the spot you need to be. Before I get into the If Astrology Isn't Real, just talking about events of the past week, I just want to say thank you for your continued leaving the ratings and reviews. We so appreciate it here. We have some fun stuff coming up in the new year, uh, ways to reward you guys. And thank you for just being such loyal, supportive, cosmic baddies. It's like, I don't know. This is my first podcast I ever really had. And I don't know what other people's podcast communities are like, but you're all like magical, mystical, witchy weirdos who are just so ride or die and so funny and so vibrant. I'm just really grateful for you. So thank you for that. Keep them coming. Share this podcast with you. Have a cosmic baddie in your life or someone who's cosmically curious. Get them on board. All right. Choo, choo. Also, thank you to everyone who came out. Our event in New York City last weekend was so much fun. Truly a blast hanging out with all of you in person. Stay tuned. We're going to be doing that a lot more. It was so fun to squeeze you, smell you. We had Colin Bedell and I did a talk mini panel on Friday night with the astrology of 2022. Stay tuned. We recorded that thanks to Audrey. So we will be releasing that on a podcast app here. And then we had a whole day of merriment and mischief and magic on Saturday. So anyway, thank you all again for that amazing. Before we look ahead, let's look back. You all know, I love seeing how just literal the astrology is. chenny Nichols says astrology sometimes is just the most literal interpretation of what you think it is. And damn, that was so true this week. So if astrology isn't real, then why did this Scorpio season, have we had two, not one, but two bits of Scorpion news? What? Like, have you ever read a headline, or something trendy on Twitter about scorpions. Earlier this Scorpio season, we talked about that good old ancient Chinese scorpion the size of a dog at the bottom of the sea. Yikes. In case we didn't you know, get the memo that it was truly the season of the scorpion, there was this really tragic event that this scorpion, there were these storms in southern Egypt, and a scorpion like stung all these people, three people died, many were injured. So I don't mean to make light of it. It's really sad, but I'm just, the astrology is so literal right now. It's almost spooking me out. So in case we didn't notice, scorpions are here. And speaking of Scorpio, you know, we have the sun is in Scorpio, Mercury is in Scorpio for a few more days. And we have Mars, the planet of action, ambition, aggression, And our divine drive in life is in Scorpio. And that is the needle Mars placement of Taylor Swift. So she's having her Mars return, uh, which we all feel. Mars return happens every two years. And it's when you get an extra injection, a boost. It's like you're lit up. People are paying attention to you you're going after what you want. It's like you just come in hot, quite literally. So if you don't know when yours is, get your birth chart, find what sign your Mars is in, and then just Google Mars and Libra transit. We just had that. My Mars return is coming up later this month. I'm very excited for it. I hope to have one, even a fraction, as just badass as Taylor Swift coming out, releasing her version of red and just going and doing that Scorpio thing. Like Scorpio's like waiting it out, but Scorpio always gets the last word, all right? Scorpio always gets to be like, mm honey, not on my watch. I am taking what's mine. I am rebalancing the power and do not F with me. That is her Mars and Scorpio. We also had just a lot of positive things in the news around our, our ladies of pop. We are entering almost Sagittarius season. Taylor Swift is a Sag and we have Brittany. Who got freed? Yay! And both of them. I think Sagittarius is really the pop star sign of the zodiac. I always think of that. It's because they have that fire, that sparkle, but also that like storytelling skill set. So as we lead into the total solar eclipse in Sagittarius, we're clearing out like an 18 month cycle there, and we get in like Taylor and Brittany getting a head start on Sag season. I am here for it. And thank you to all of you who DM me, who, I mean, like, listen, I don't need to be right all the time, but it is fun to flex on an astrological prediction. Again, I'm just reading the trans as any astrologer would, but yeah, it was fun to see that I called Brittany would be free before the end of 2021 and it happened. And what else? I think she's getting pregnant. I don't want to put that on her if she doesn't want it, but I think she is going to be pregnant in, you know, the first three months of the year. I think there's going to be some new music from her. And I think her story of everything with her conservatorship, we probably still have until 2024 to completely close it out. Maybe she'll tell her own story with it, make a documentary by then. But I just want to say, love you, girl. You are free as you deserve to be. And you're really setting the tone for Sag, for Sag season, which we're all going to be looking at how we can be more free in ourselves. So that is my, if astrology isn't real moments, you know, I have so much more to say. There's so many things happening out there. Oh, I can't get into it, but check out my TikTok. I pick one event of the week and just put up a TikTok where I kind of just break it down and talk about Pete Davidson and his BDE. And this week, I'm not sure. I'm going to do a poll on Instagram. So come find me there and uh, we'll see what we want to talk about. So let's switch gears, move into our next segment. Let's talk about the moon. Who wants to talk about the moon? Me. So this is your moon report. This is where I just go through what is going on with the moon day by day so we know what to expect in our inner world. This is like your emotional weather report. So we start off the day this podcast comes out. Shit, be crazy. It is the full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. And again, just for reference, it's emotions on emotions on emotions, deep purging, deep aha moments can happen, deep moments of clarity. I'm going to really recommend everyone's self-care is to be really grounded, to be really in your body, to practice. Carissa, one of our teachers at the Cosmic Fit Club, led us through these embodiment practices on Saturday to open up our throat chakra. And I was like, damn, I really forget as someone who's very in the water, in the air of life. I'm like, oh my God, it just feels so good to be in your body. We were stretching. We were making lots of noise with our mouths. We were giving ourselves massages. So drop into some self-care, drop into some self-pleasure, just get in your body and looking out for on the 19th and 20th, just looking out for where you're being too rigid, too fixed, where you're holding on to something for dear life. And like, just where can you loosen your grip? Where can you surrender? Where can you lean back on the soft, fluffy cloud of the universe and let yourself be held a little bit? That is definitely my emotional cosmic RX for those days. And then as we move into Sunday, oh my God, I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry. Friday, the moon's in Taurus really early, and then the moon moves into Gemini right away. So you're getting a hot glimpse of that lunar eclipse, but the moon goes into Gemini at 9.32 a.m. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The full moon is exact at 3.57 a.m. So like I said, bright and early. Still, everything I said is true about moon and Taurus self-care, especially because we do feel the effects of an eclipse for a really two weeks after But the actual moon in Gemini feelings that will be on Friday and then on Saturday and then a little bit into Sunday morning, I'm going to recommend the medicine for you there is talking things out, writing, journaling. Gemini is the word which Gemini is really at its best when it's exploring, you know, curiosity, connection with compassion. So if a lot came up for you during the lunar eclipse, talk it out, take it to the journal Use words, use your words, and stay open. Stay open minded to anything that sort of popped up. The shadow energy and things to look out for of those days is Gemini moons can feel kind of flaky sometimes on those moon days. You can feel a little scattered. So, again, grounding down is your medicine. And only say yes to the social, professional, personal obligations that you know you really have the bandwidth for those days. All right? So moving into that Sunday, we have Cancer Moon evening, and then we go into Monday and Tuesday with Cancer Moon days. So these are days where, yeah, you might be feeling extra emotional. We're leading into the holidays. For those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, I mean, wow, it's such a, such a, Thanksgiving, such a complicated holiday, but you know, for those of you who are gathering, to give gratitude with your family. Cancer moon days, we can be kind of sensitive about family things. So just looking out for acknowledging where you might be triggered or things might come up around family from maybe when you were young or old wounds or things that are unresolved from last time you gathered with your family, just being aware of that. And I want you to instead on those days, really nurture yourself, give yourself the whatever it is, love, encouragement, stability that maybe you did or did not get from your family. And you're fine. You're like, Maddie, I have no drama with my mama or my family. I'm like, good for you, honey. Congratulations. But (laughs) still on those days, nurture yourself, take care of your inner child, feed your belly, take care of your home. And we tend to be a little bit more introverted on those days. So maybe those are good days to Netflix and chill with your weighted blanket. And then we have Wednesday morning into Thursday, we have a Leo moon heading into the holiday here. And, you know, Leo moon days, I mean, like, you know what? Maybe the medicine is to wear some sexy sparkle sequins to the Thanksgiving table. But Leo moon days, we want to be playful. We want to express ourselves. We want to bring in extra color texture in our lives. We want to maybe, you know, do a fun, like, beauty routine. experiment with your hair, let yourself be seen. If you always wear like muted colors, wear something bright. Leo Moon days too, you might want to make time for some kind of creative expression. There's a desire to to be seen. And again, even if you're like, Maddie, I'm not about to grab the karaoke mic. To that I say, pasha, you should. But if you're like, no, I really don't want to do that. How else can you show up and be seen in your life, in your day-to-day life? Is there a way that you're hiding? Can you let yourself be seeing those days. That's my invitation. That's my challenge. That's your cosmic Rx. And then Leo moon days, we just want to look out for being like overly prideful, overly rigid, stubborn on like what we think is the right way. Again, warm, open, like imagine yourself like warm, honey in the sun, you know, syrupy, golden, but like melty. Okay. So maybe do a little meditation, pour some warm honey all over your heart chakra. Yum. Okay. So that's your moon report. So now just zipping right along here, we're going to get into the planetary planning where I just break down one or two of the most important transits for your week ahead. And just so you can understand you know, what's happening up there and how it affects you down here. Okay, so first up, we have the lunar eclipse on Friday. Go listen to last week's episode. I wanted to really give you a lot of the information so you felt clear going into this. But November 19th, 3.57 a.m., we feel this full moon on steroids. You know, the moon is in Taurus, which is going to be all about our assets, our resources. We value, you know, how we make money, how we find security, how we are in our bodies. This is like the moon really connects us to those things in an emotional way. And then the sun is in Scorpio, which is all about transformation, shadow work, death, rebirth, owning our true power. And when those things are going opposite in the sky like that, there's a deep cleansing, a deep purging happening. And that's why emotions can feel erratic and all over the place. And, you know, this is definitely like, it it's a little chaotic, but it's good. Chaos magic is good. Chaos magic allows for radical change to manifest in our lives. And part of eclipse medicine is letting go, surrendering, allowing the change, allowing the evolution to move through you, to unfold, and, and trusting, okay? And you're definitely all being called to release something under this lunar eclipse. And if you are a Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, Aquarius... It's probably something big and you're feeling it hard. So I like to think of eclipses, and I tell all my clients this, like a cosmic cleanup crew, especially the lunar eclipses. It's like there is something, a force bigger than you, the force of creation that is coming to help take what is no longer in alignment, what's been holding you back, what's been limiting you, What's been binding you? And it's taking it so you can make some big ass moves in your life. And they are opportunities to really like readjust the concept of fate or destiny and move around pieces, like chess pieces, in a way that, you know, maybe in normal time, it would take a few years. In eclipse time, it could happen in a few months or weeks, even days. So thinking of it like that cleanup crew analogy, where eclipses can get stressful is if we are holding on to the things, even if we know we don't need them, right? Like think about that stuff that like, you know, you have that broken printer or that jacket that doesn't fit or you got to sew buttons on, you're never going to do it. You have like, you know, the washer machine that like kind of works, but kind of doesn't sometimes and chews up your clothes. But it's like really hard to get rid of things. As humans, we're just we're creatures of comfort. We like habit, we like safety. That's all very Taurus of us. So this cosmic cleanup crew that's coming in this Friday, and we're gonna be feeling the effects of it definitely for the three days after, up until the two weeks after. And really eclipses, you feel like six months as a cycle, but you're gonna feel it a lot in that three days to two weeks after. Feel like, what am I being called to let go of? How can I surrender? And looking at it like a blessing. Like this cosmic cleanup crew. If you had someone come into your house right now and said, for no charge, we're going to just get rid of three things from your house, your apartment, whatever you want, like that heavy cement planter left here by the people before you, that oven, any clothes, and we'll just take it right out of here. Oh, it actually feels good, right? But where, you know, if we don't intentionally decide what we're letting go of, if we don't step into the co creation, Empowered role in our life, then yeah, it's really stressful. If a cleanup crew just came in your house and was like, "We're just gonna take three things at random." Oh, your favorite sweatshirt, taking it. Oh, that super soft, cozy blanket, taking it. Like those new boots that make your legs look amazing, taking it. So you want to like really, like I said, intentionally be like, "What do I want to let go of?" And there's no rituals, nothing to do. We don't do magic or manifestation. Around the eclipse, but we think like surely there's some things that I can begin to tug at the roots of and let this eclipse come and clean it out like a hurricane, like the force of nature that it is, and woof, be gone, done with it. So this is where we can see that eclipses, yeah, they they stir up some things for sure. And you know, I just want to you know, if you're listening to this, you're ready. You're ready to change and The eclipse prompt that I keep talking about for the Scorpio Taurus line is, you know, what am I ready to burn? That Scorpio sun energy, it's like burn it all down, let it go, be done with it for once and for all. And what am I ready to earn? Very Taurian, very Taurus, especially, you know, we see that Taurus, the ruler of Taurus is Venus and Venus is currently in Capricorn and Venus in Capricorn is asking us, is it worth it? Are you worth it? Then do it. Put your thing down, flip it and reverse it. Sorry, that was a Missy Elliott joke I made this weekend and I just recycled it here. Okay? Reduce, reuse, recycle, even your jokes. But Venus and Capricorn is asking you, is it worth it? Can you up level? Can you really start investing in, you know, where you want to go? So this Taurus moon, the what am I ready to earn? Is it more money, more freedom, more peace, more sovereignty, more respect, more time with my loved ones? more money, am I ready to earn, you know, like a sense of security and safety in my life? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm claiming that. And I know that the universe is loving and wise, and I trust it to move the parts around to get me closer there. I trust the journey, I trust the twists and turns, and I trust that I have everything I need in this moment, okay? Chaos is a catalyst, all right, y'all? We're going to surrender to that. After that, after all that eclipse, hoo ha, ha, I really want us to think about the lightning up. We have Mercury is moving into Sag this week, and then the Sun follows shortly after. So cute of them. Super cute astrology there. The Sun goes into Sag, and then Mercury follows it right after. Can you tell that my brain is eclipsy? This podcast on the 21st, the Sun, the giver of all life, enters. Sag, the sign of the auspicious archer. And we're all going to feel a boost of much-needed optimism, some expansion, time to explore. And then Mercury, the planet that is the mystical messenger that rules our thoughts and communication, cognition, how we process the outside world, also enters Sag. So we're going to be like really asked to focus on our next target. We're really going to be Like um, whatever got cleared out from these eclipses, there's like a whoa opening, like going so deep that we're entering on the other side of something. We're like, oh wow, we burrowed, burrowed, burrowed so deep in the earth, we like actually ended up going to a whole new heights of something. Like in a weird movie, they're like going through the earth, going through a cave, and the cave actually like when they get out to the other side of it, it opens into a huge like lagoon, or being on the precipice of a mountain. Like whoa! I can see so clearly from up here. I see like where I'm meant to be going, who I am. Oh my god! Thank you for that extra level of like, yeah, connecting back to my vision, my optimism, my faith. So we love that. It's super cute, and that leads all into the Sagittarius total solar eclipse on December fourteenth, which really closes out our December our Gemini Sagittarius eclipses that have been going since June of 2020. So clearly a lot to close out there. And there'll be you know, a lot more happening. We'll go through it all. I'll be here every step of the way to guide you through. But let's think about, let's go deep, Scorpio Taurus. Let's do it. Adele just came out with that amazing concert. And she's had this new album coming out today on the Taurus lunar eclipse. So divine. She is our Taurus-like archetype, and then we're going to be going into Sag season, the season of Tay Swift and Britney Spears. Are we feeling it? Are we feeling pumped up by that? I hope we are. So remember, the deeper you go now in Scorpio season, the higher you fly in Sagittarius season. Okay, so to sign off, I am pulling one of our notes from my higher self, my higher self, your higher self, Oracle Day, and it says, let's see. Honey bunny, you're exactly where you need to be. Amen and hallelujah to that. Trust the process, y'all. If you're feeling called to change, it means you're ready for it. So until next week, come find me. Tag us in your photos at the Cosmic Rx if you live in your best high vibe cosmic fatty life. Slide into my DMs at I am Maddie Murphy with anything private you want to share with me. Until next week, just keep being like the mystical magic, rich, bitch, badass witch that you're here to be. Mwah! Love you all. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.